alcanzaba para viajar en la vida. Bienvenidos a Radio Manea, y'all. My name is Verwaiti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have a little bit of holiday music for y'all. Yeah, maybe we haven't done this in a couple years, which seems shocking to me, but I was definitely I like a big advocate the first time we did this, and you were very reluctant, but now you've kind of found your holiday music stride, Yeah, we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Sort um, of. <laughs> sort of. You've, you've found a way in. you found an entry point that yeah, you're, I found you're more a excited way about. But um, this first song is yours, right? Yeah, this is my pick, and this is PR Esta Mi Casa by Victor Manuel. Let's take a listen. this one yeah so this makes a lot of sense because he's new Rican, so puerto rican parents born in the bronx and it's all about diaspora which is one of the reasons i mean it's a salsa i love a salsa any time of year a holiday salsa christmas salsa i'm here for it but then this one i feel like really speaks to the experience of being in the diaspora and the holidays and that really like i really resonate with me because you know my my family grew up in the diaspora in terms of being outside of Cuba, but then we also grew up like in the diaspora of the diaspora by being in North Carolina instead of in Miami where like all the family was. So there's like this extra additional sort of feeling of like longing for community um, that, that I experienced as a kid and my parents experienced. And so um, I have a lot of memories from early childhood of Noche Buena at my abuela's house with like all the family and like lots of people and just like a big party. And as I got older, that slowly kind of deteriorated for like a lot of family reasons and travel became harder and, you know, people not getting along with each other and whatever. And so that those things don't happen anymore and they stopped happening a long time ago. So this song, I feel like really captures like the nostalgia of like trying to recreate something that you're far from. Um, and that's what he's talking about, about like when you can't travel home, like how do you bring it? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you bring it to you? Um, and I think that's just yeah. super relatable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that my difficulty with Christmas is totally related to diaspora and also like, you know, not being in a big Venezuelan community. Mm -hmm. So I, I just didn't, I can't connect to Christmas in this country. It's just not my vibe. So I understand the feeling. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny when you're from somewhere really warm that doesn't have, like, winter and, like, Christmas is so, like, connected to, like, snow and, like, winter in, like, U.S. cultural context. Um, and so some of the song is also about that, about, like, wanting it to be warm and all these things that you're used to, mm-hmm. even though that's mm-hmm. actually, like, the opposite of what, you know, American Christmas is supposed to be, like, a white Christmas and all this stuff, right? But, like, right, for those right. of us from the Caribbean or from, you know, so many parts of Latin America, that doesn't actually track. Like, there's not, it's not cold on Christmas. Right. Um, and even in, like, some parts of the United States, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not yeah, like it's that, not. you know? So it's like, yeah, it's like New England supremacy or something. I don't know, like, the history, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. the origin of like American Christmas sort of I mean I don't know I guess England is cold so maybe that's where it comes from I don't know um, but but yeah it's like it's not it's a whole different association with Christmas and um, and yeah I mean my parents wanted to be in Miami but they couldn't because they couldn't find jobs there and so there was this like a lot of like yearning and longing for them to be in Miami with their family and so we would go back like every chance we had and I think that shifted over time for them and they sort of came to accept like their lives and Miami also you know changed in certain ways and like the family there changed but um but yeah I feel like I have that sense of like nostalgia and yearning for something different and it comes up so much in the holidays especially because these yeah. these noche buenas at my well's house like can't exist anymore like it's just not possible mm-hmm. so yeah um and yeah I love a salsa you know Victor Manuel I was looking him up a little bit and it's interesting because he's stayed really solidly salsa he hasn't crossed over he hasn't tried pop he hasn't done you know reggaeton or anything like that like he's just stayed like a salsa <laughs> right artist, yeah which i appreciate you know the fidelity to salsa because it's an incredible genre and really beautiful yeah i, I don't yeah, actually I know that. what year this song is from that i did not look up oh 20 2019 so it's like a relatively new song he put out an album called memorias de navidad um so yeah, it's relatively new, but you know, salsa always feels like classic to me in some way. I don't know. Like this, you could have told me this was from the nineties and, or the seventies mm. and I would have been like, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's cause I don't know the, you know, I don't know the genre well enough to, to hear the differences and how it's evolved. Cause yeah. it's evolved. Yeah. Like every genre evolves, but of course, but yeah, yeah this is from definitely. 2019. Did you ever travel to Venezuela for the holidays once you guys moved here? No, no, never for the holidays. Because it was like too expensive or not that important or? Mm, it's complicated. Yeah. But yeah, too complicated for this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fair. not talk about it. But um, yeah, no, we usually just went over the summer. Got it. And it's like, you know, we're out for a short amount of time and it's an expensive trip so when mm-hmm. we would go it would be like you know for two months or something yeah over the summer instead of like yeah. you know a week or two right yeah yep all right what's your first holiday song so my first holiday song is a gaita actually all of my holiday songs are gaitas because that's what venezuelan christmas music is and i've had some important realizations about my relationship to christmas maybe yeah and the and so gaitas are an important part of of me liking Christmas a little bit more. This song is called Huele Navidad and it's by Los Cardenales de Lexi. Huele a Navidad, se siente la 
So, yeah, I mean, I have been a Christmas hater for a very long time. Um, but I realized at some point, I think once I started spending um, our holidays in Miami, because we now have like sort of a concentration of family members in um, South Florida um, that didn't used to be here because a lot of my family has migrated in the last five years. Um, so once I started spending my holidays in South Florida with my Venezuelan family, I realized that what I dislike is actually American Christmas and mm -hmm. that I find American Christmas to just be something I don't connect to in any way, but I love everything about Venezuelan Christmas yeah. and it's just because the vibe is so different. Um, and, um, you know, Christmas here is like, not that it's not consumerist in Venezuela because people like want new outfits, people want like, you know, presents and stuff like that's all part of it too. But I feel like consumerism felt like such a dominating piece of what Christmas felt like here. And also like yeah. very small and very isolated and very focused on like the nuclear family unit. Whereas like, you know, my mom is one of like, 10 siblings and my dad's one of five I have like fucking hundred cousins you know like it's just like it was wow. like always like giant family shit you know and I um and like the food for example like this song is called Huela Navidad and the food is like there's very specific Venezuelan Christmas food like there's obviously like the pernil but there's also like ayacas which are um like uh you know like similar to like a pastel or a, a puerto rican pastel or like uh you know like sort of like a tamal but wrapped mm -hmm. in a banana leaf um and like so like there's that there's pan de jamón there's like all of these like very christmas christmasy things that are like delicious and that's what this song is about right it's it's about like smelling all of the smells of um, Venezuelan Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, um, yeah, I, I chose it for that reason. Because right now I'm thinking about making un pan de jamón. Um, I would make ayacas. Ayacas are my favorite thing, but it's really, really hard to do without like, you know, less than five people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like a very, it's like a group project. So I'm going to make ayacas when I get to Miami um, in a yeah. couple of weeks. But, um, but yeah, I'm, in the meantime, I'm going to make some pan de jamón para que huele Navidad en mi casa también. And um, you all also do Noche Buena, right? Not Christmas Day? We do both, actually, because mm. um, my dad's... So the way that we would split up Christmas with... Um, with my uh, family is that we would do Christmas with my dad's family and New Year's with my mom's. And my dad's family were Italian immigrants to Venezuela and Italians celebrate on the 25th. So okay. we'd usually, you know, like in Venezuela, the 24th is the night that is the day, you know, people celebrate Noche Buena. So there's always something happening on Noche Buena, but then we'd also have like another celebration on the 25th. So we would all, always do both where we have like sort of like an Italian Christmas on the 25th, but a Venezuelan Christmas on the 24th. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the things that always made me feel really different as a kid was that, like, Christmas was Noche Buena. It wasn't 
Christmas Day because, you know, Americans, it's really Christmas Day for most yeah, people. Yeah. Um, that's where the presents happen. That's where the big meal happens. And for us, it was always just Noche Buena. And then Christmas Day was kind of like whatever. And we ended up sort mm-hmm. of doing yeah. Jewish Christmas on Christmas Day with my mom's family or my mom, which is like going to eat Chinese food and going to a movie, <laughs> which I think a lot of like... Yeah. I feel like a lot of more Americans do that now too, or like non-Jewish people, because like now that oh we're really, at least in North Carolina, like it's gotten busier. You know, I mean, maybe going to a movie was always something people did. Like if they do Christmas morning, then they go to the mm. movies. But I mean, the Chinese restaurants are like pretty Jewish dominated, but it's like one of the only things that's open on Christmas as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go to a Chinese restaurants. So, um, so yeah, Noche Buena was just such a. It was just yeah one of those things that made me like oh I'm different than my my American peers in a pretty big way mm-hmm. you know when it comes to Christmas and even the concept of what is Noche Buena you know itself is like something that's very culturally specific um, and then yeah of course food is such a big thing so is there a tradition of Cubans do a big like po- pork roast and you actually like people get what they call a caja china which is like this thing that you build in your backyard oh, yeah, to like I've roast seen the, pork, those. the pig. I've seen those. Yeah. Which we never did that. Like our Noche Buenas were not that, didn't go in that direction. Um, like weren't that intense. We didn't roast a whole pork. No, <laughs> whole we didn't roast pig. a whole pig in my grandmother's backyard. We didn't, no. <laughs> Would have been amazing Damn. though. <laughs> um, but I, there's definitely extended family members who do it for sure. Um, but I have not experienced it. Although one of my Puerto Rican friends did it for New Year's Eve a few years ago. Shout out to Vanessa. Amazing. Um, but she, she, I think she rented a spit. I don't think she did the cajachina. Yeah, yeah. The Puerto Rican. I don't know why it's called a cajachina either. I don't know if, if there's like, if that's like a racist term. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so that's not a big poke pork roast is not a Venezuelan tradition. Um, no, it is. We make a pernil, but, a pernil, not, but like not like a whole, like a whole pig. pig. <laughs> no. No, yeah, I mean, intense. yeah, no. We, we never intense. made a whole pig. We, yeah. we would make a pernil for sure. Yeah. But like people make like people do ham and people do pernil, but people also do ayacas. Like the the plate, the Christmas plate in Venezuela is ayaca and there's pan de jamón, which is a, a bread, the, just like a wheat bread that's like rolled up with ham and bacon and olives and raisins. Um, and then there's ensalada de gallina, which is like a potato salad that has um chicken in it as Ten. well <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> and salada gallina mm-hmm. and yeah and that's and then pernil that that's like the typical like el plato typico venezolano um navideño and so yeah. that's what that, that's what it would smell like that's what they're referring to in huele navidad yeah and then yeah. there's like a drink that's you know sort of like coquito sort of like eggnog called ponche crema which is like you know like oh, our okay. version of like a creamy boozy so amazing um, everybody has one we have one too called i know i know i sort of find it revolting to mix dairy and booze so i'm not a huge fan but um yeah it's okay. It's very sweet. It's like, it's for one sip. Like, I couldn't drink a whole thing of it, but like a little sip. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's interesting. Everybody has their own version of it. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's take a listen to the next song, which goes in a different direction. Um, it's called Prende el Arbolito, and it's El Alfa featuring El Cheriscom, Kiko Crazy, and Shello Shack. Viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad. 
según mis cálculos, fue Santa Claus que dijo. Y ahora bajó más ingreído. En esta Navidad yo ando centipico en mi bloque, prende los tabacos como que arbolito. Puesto nunca quito, yo le doy y no repito. Y si tiene cuarto, se lo quito. Yo lo tengo de tamaño una telera, mono de guandule, arroz con gavichuela. Eso es lo que ella quiere, porque ella está buenísima. Loquísima, aceleradísima. Navidad, 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 Navidad. Y que lo que ella quiere, que me lo quiere dar. Navidad, 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 Navidad. Y que lo que ella quiere, que me lo quiere dar. Que viva la Navidad, desde el arbolito. 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 Que viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad. Desde el arbolito. Viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad, viva la Navidad. Llegó la Navidad, época de ruleteo. Buki patillita, poto romo y palteteo. El barrio de Zacata, va a estar macero en cancaneo. Hoy no cojo cotorra con mi trucha, me baseo. El que no tiene cuarto, lo busco y lo josea. Tiene nuevecito para los que me paquetean. Tráeme la manzana que yo tengo los so these were not the dudes i expected on a christmas song i just i wasn't expecting a christmas song from these guys um wow. so it was a surprise for wow, me wow, I, wow. i came across it on the spotify latin christmas playlist which i'm going to link in the show notes because it's actually really good um I had it on last night when I had some people over and it was a really good mix to have in the background because it's a like mm. pretty diverse set of songs and genres and whatnot and this, these dudes were there. Um, and I think this actually might have been some sort of like Spotify singles. Like it actually might have been a Spotify. Spotify might have been involved somehow in this song. I don't understand. I don't know that much mm-hmm. about their involvement in music production, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, it turns out everybody's getting in on the Christmas music, even these dudes. Yeah, I mean, I do love El Alfa and El Cherrycom and Kiko El Crazy and Shelo Shock. I like yeah. all these folks individually and together, but I have to say this is not my favorite. <laughs> it's a little repetitive. It's a little yeah, repetitive. Yeah, I appreciate some of the Spanglish in it, but yeah, it's a little, it's a little basico. It doesn't really bring me anything new or exciting, but I just felt like I had to bring <laughs> it because like who knew that these dudes would be, would be getting in on the Christmas singles, you know? Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I think that it does. Um, I've never had a Christmas in DR or anywhere other than, you know, Venezuela or the United States. So, um, but I I think I imagine that it's similar to, um, you know, of a party vibe in mm-hmm. yeah. as in Venezuela. And my next song really sort of details how lit it really gets. Um this song is called Palo Palo and it's by Maracayo 15. Palo 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 Noche y Día Estás acabando con la vida mía
So Christmas in Venezuela is literally just a huge party. And this, um, this gaita is sort of emblematic of that. Um, you know, I... Um, when I came here, I just started to really dislike Christmas. And I think in retrospect, a big part of it is because, you know, like I said, I didn't ever culturally connect to the way that people in the United States celebrated it. And it's just felt like really like quiet and boring and like just not a party at all. It's all like, you know, yeah, like very small and like cookies are big in Christmas. I don't really like cookies. Um, so I just like didn't really connect with it. And, um, I think that like realizing that in Venezuela is just like such a huge party and this song is called Palo Palo and um, in Venezuela Palo is slang for a drink and so you can say like Palo and like I'm gonna get drunk and so this song is about like all of the fucking drinking <laughs> that happens over Christmas and like also like like even being like a little bit overwhelmed with it like it's just like it's such a celebration that you're just like oh my god it's like palo 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 no acabando con la vida mía like this is like so overwhelming it's so so much of a party um, and you know, uh, it's just nonstop and that's really the vibe in, in Venezuela. It's just like just a party and people are out in the streets and people are playing dominoes and people are drinking and people are setting off fireworks and, um, it's just basically like on December 1st, everybody is like done for the year and is mostly drinking and eating and partying and, um, this song is really sort of indicative of, of that whole vibe. All right. So I have a theory about why like Latin American Christmas is such a party and U.S. Christmas is not. What's up? Um, the Puritans and like the Reformation and like the split from the Catholic Church, right? That like one of the reasons for um, people leaving Catholicism and starting Protestantism was about alcohol and like not liking mm. the ways in which Cath Catholics and Catholicism like condone drinking um, because it was like mm. causing a lot of problems for them in their lives, which is like legit. Like there's a downside yeah, to the that's body, fair. you know, that's <laughs> like, fair. But I do always... have to say the Puritans are a huge fucking bummer. Yeah, it's true. No, in Catholicism is more fun. <laughs> I mean, they also took away a lot of like the magic of Catholicism, you know, like they're not, they don't want it to be like, you know, blood to like the wine doesn't get to turn into blood anymore. It's actually uh, a symbol. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like all these different things. Transubstantiation. It's amazing. The I, extremely I had a really good... goth aspects of uh -huh. <laughs> Catholicism, which are my favorite. I mean, I'm no fan of the Catholic church, probably my least favorite institution of all time, but yeah. But, um, but culturally there's some, it's some interesting practices. Yeah. Yeah, for a, sure. I had a great teacher in high school who like, really like helped me learn all these things about about these splits so yeah so i feel like that's one of the reasons but then the sad thing about american christmas is like i feel like consumerism kind of filled the gap or something so it's like it's not a big party anymore but it's a big like buying spending gifting holiday not that like yeah. Latinos don't also buy gifts but it of feels course. like that's yeah that's what filled in that space was like all right now it's all about gifts and presents which yeah it feels like that's like the main event is mm -hmm like this like fucking gross overconsumption in every single way yeah and i mean yeah. it's hilarious to say that when this is a song that's like about like over consuming alcohol so yeah. again it's not like we don't do any of <laughs> no. that shit but yeah. it's just like 
it's not I idolize know, I'm more it, connected yeah. to the way that we do it yeah no and I have more <laughs> yeah more nostalgia for it it feels more meaningful of course yeah I remember my cousins um I feel like they were ra- like they were uh, parents are both Cuban also but like I feel like they were raised more American because like Santa Claus was like huge deal and so, like, you know, oh. we would all open presents on, like, Christmas Eve, but then they would get their Santa Claus presents on Christmas Day, but they would get, like, un monton, like, a mountain of presents each of them. There were three of them. And, like, literally a mountain of presents for each of them. And oh. it just felt, it felt like this very, like, American thing to do. And, like, we would get, like, one or two, but not, only until we were, like, I was pretty young when we stopped doing Santa Claus. So, it always stood oh, out to me. We would do El Niño Jesús. No Santa yeah. Claus. Like the person who brings you gifts is El Niño Jesus. Yeah. And um, it's definitely like uh, after midnight, El Niño Jesus nace and brings your, it's like his first fucking priority in life after birth is bringing you presents. I don't know how we worked that one out. But yeah. <laughs> but after midnight, <laughs> then you get to have your presents that El Niño Jesus brought you. Um, and you and would open them so like, we always at, you would that. open them at midnight. Yeah. 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 We would do it the next morning but but yeah like wasn't as big of a deal but for them it was really big and they were like raised in chicago and like they were like not around latinos you know it just like felt like it was more they were sort of more americanized in a certain way so i remember feeling a little like jealous that they got so many gifts (laughs) Mm, yeah but then i also thought it was like a little extra too Mm -hmm, well this mm -hmm. is a good transition to my next song which is about Santa Claus. <laughs> we didn't plan that, but it just happened. Um, so this one's called Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Sebastian Yatra. Let's take a listen. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Sabes, mi amor, portate bien. No debes llorar, ya sabes por qué. Santa Claus llegó a la ciudad. Observa cuando duermes, te mira al despertar. No intentes ocultarte de él porque siempre te verá. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Let's go, boys. So, yeah, I didn't, I don't think I fully understood, like, the, the sort of breadth of the Christmas music industry until I started diving into this episode and seeing how many <laughs> artists have Christmas albums that I would never have thought like El Alfa or like Sebastian Yatra or like Carla Morrison even has a Christmas album. Like, See, I think everybody's just trying to be the next Mariah Carey. Right. You know, yeah. like the only, the only Christmas music 
that's American that I really will truly endorse is Mariah Carey Christmas, I mean, which I've already goat. brought to the show yeah. on a different Christmas episode and is the reason I didn't bring it yeah. <laughs> this time. She's, she's a goat. But I mean, like, there's no you know, Mariah Carey makes a lot of fucking money from those Christmas records. It's like an American fucking classic, you know? Yeah. Well, and like, so I, feel I guess like you maybe can't. none of these folks know who's going to be the next like American classic that like 20 years later still keeps hitting it big and getting royalties. But I mean, there also might be like the who's the equivalent in like Mexico, you know, like like in other markets, like who's the big Christmas music. And, you know, I don't know what that looks like. So outside of the U.S. market even. But it surprised me. I think, yeah, I I know that you would say it's like about money. And I'm like, yeah, maybe it's about money, but maybe it's also like there's some sense of of um wanting to share in the joy of the holidays it sounds so cheesy but like i mean you really think carla morrison's like trying to hit it big with her christmas album like it just doesn't i don't know it doesn't make sense to me for all of these artists like it makes sense for me for like big pop stars to try and do it but like i don't know sebastian yatra maybe you know i I don't know i i'm i mean there's also like this kind of dead time like you can't really release music in december Right. Like it's if it's not Christmas music, I mean, you could, but I think it would get lost and it's like it's not counted in like end of the year things. And like, so I don't know if you want to put out music in this yeah, time, this is what yeah. you do. I mean, people do release music in December, like Arca released, you know, her oh, right. latest, like, you know, four albums like last week. But yeah, it's <laughs> but not going like, to because she doesn't give a shit about yeah, the list, she's like, Fuck it like otherwise yeah. she would wait till next year. Yeah. Okay, like Arca's not going to put out a Christmas album, right? Like there's no, got to be no. some people who aren't, <laughs> aren't going to go there. Although, you know what? I mean, Bad Bunny hasn't put out a Christmas song, has he? I don't think um, so. Not exactly. He did. Like, I mean, he has released like all like a t- couple of albums like on Christmas Eve. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> remember Por yeah, I remember. I feel like that Christmas will forever be Bad Bunny's Christmas. Surprise. Yeah, that's true. But he was like, you know, it's not Christmas music. It's his music. Yeah. No. R.I.P. Music journalists. <laughs> I know that was <laughs> rough. to work on that, that day. Rough. That was rough. But yeah, I mean, there was just like no end to the number of people that were that have Christmas music that really surprised me. So who knows what what it is? If it's just about money or if it's actually people are into making Christmas songs. But this song is cheesy as fuck, and like I don't, I'm not a big Santa Claus, whatever. And this is, but I thought it was just like funny that, to bring this like Sebastian Yatra, Colombian pop singer take on this yeah very frank sinatra christmas song so he doesn't stray too much from the original but he has there's some new elements to it and and also he does it bilingually which is interesting yeah i don't feel like santa claus is big in latin america the way that it is in the u.s and then there's like the three kings day and they bring you money Mm -hmm, in your shoe mm -hmm. or like some people like leave out Mm -hmm. grass for the camels (laughs) like there's just so many different traditions that people have yeah, in in Venezuela, also even Christmas trees were only beginning to be popular yeah, when I was, I was ask growing you about up. That. Yeah, people would put up un pesebre, you know. Um, What's a pesebre? There's no fucking pine trees <laughs> in Venezuela, and like, and like, so I mean, like, people would have plastic ones, but yeah. like, even that was like a fairly sort of like new trend. Like, I feel like growing up where yeah. um, when I was a kid. But, like, everybody would have, like, un pesebres and, like, they'd have, like, you know, the whole nativity scene and okay. they would also place the baby without the baby Jesus right. and then they'd place the baby Jesus Notre on Buena. at midnight. Yeah. 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 We did have Christmas tree in Miami. I remember my well always had one. 
And we did have a nativity scene too, for sure. Not like a one of those like life-size ones, but like a little one that went under the tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Although um, I do remember like growing up and some houses had like really intense ones and like some houses would like I remember this one house um that was on the way back home from swimming lessons on Christmas <laughs> their whole front yard would be uh would be just like a giant fucking pesebre with like a little river and shit. It was wow. just like extremely elaborate and uh, we would be like so hype. Well, again, like the Protestants, you're not allowed to like worship false idols. So you can't have all these like figurines and like representations of oh. all of these people. So that's why I think in the U.S. then for some reason, then it became pagan instead. And <laughs> so they bring in the tree <laughs> and they bring in Santa Claus and whatever. But yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so much stuff that roots to those like cultural differences is about. And they're mm-hmm. not that there aren't Protestant, let you know, Latinos. There's a lot of there's a really growing evangelical and Protestant, com- you know, um, world in like latin america but oh yeah definitely but they're still like a dominant but yeah i think the catholic traditions are more fun (laughs) they're more fun i do have a christmas tree it's something that i started doing maybe like six or seven years ago um and it started with like a little charlie brown like christmas tree teeny one and now i actually have one that's like about my height um and i have like Mm. mostly homemade ornaments and it's just something like i don't know i've just i've tried i've just as an adult come to embrace sort of like my multi- cultural and multi-religious sort of like interfaith I don't know my my background that I have like Jewish ancestors and Catholic ancestors and like that it all can kind of coexist and so um I like having my little tree it's kind of a sweet tradition I have now glad it brings you joy are you guys gonna have a tree in Miami yeah my sister is into my family is into the trees and stuff I don't put a tree in my house yeah I couldn't see you doing um, that yeah no, no, no. But they, they definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what's your last song for this episode? My last song is another Gaita. I think this is a really fun one. It's called Gaita Onomatopeyica by Granco Kiwakoa. Mm. By this point, you have sort of a feel of what the sound of a gaita is like. 
there's all of these like um, instruments that are very like very specifically gaiteras and like gaitas are from a place in Venezuela called Zulia but they're very popular all over uh, Venezuela during the holiday season and um, it, like sometimes like the schools will all do like actos culturales and they're like you know playing different instruments and doing gaitas and um, one I remember like the one the instrument that I got was el purruco which is a percussion instrument which is like it looks like a drum but it has like a stick sticking out of it and like you like rub it down and like the pressure makes a specific noise mm. it's really dope it's really cool um, but uh, this gaita I think is also fun because it's just like onomatopoeia you know it's just like rikiriki na 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 you know and it's like sort of like making vocalizations out of possible uh, noises that are that the instruments are making and mm -hmm. so it's just like silly and fun and um, and I like it beautiful well thank you for sharing the Venezuelan gaitas with us again it's a vibe I appreciate that you've like found your you've found like the little warm Christmas spot in your Grinch heart for Venezuela. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. I think it's just like about Venezuelan food and Venezuelan Christmas music and a party and like my Venezuelan family and yeah, not like winter, not capitalism, not cloves or spice or cookies. Mm -hmm. Does your family still exchange gifts? Yeah, yeah, we do. I've like for the last few years just like made something like usually like a spice nut mix or like cookies or I'm um, one year I made homemade vanilla extract like just something that is not I just because it feels like really hard to buy things for people in my extended family so I just do something like that every year it's mm. been my tradition mm -hmm. nice. I'm not a big yeah I'm not a big gift giver it's not like one of my love languages <laughs> mm. in my family you kind of just have to tell people what you want so it feels a little transactional uh, be like got it. here buy me this thing you know it doesn't feel doesn't feel as meaningful but it's also hard to like come up with something that people are going to like depending on how yeah. close you are to them you know so yeah well thank you all so so much for listening um as always everything that we talked about on the episode is going to be in the show notes and shout out to Maite our beloved editor on this show thanks Maite um, also a reminder that our tienda is still open and you still have some time to get in your orders before Christmas if you're doing the gift thing. So check out the tienda. It's in our show notes as well. And there's pins and stickers and totes and posters. And thanks to everybody who's ordered um, so far. It's been lovely to send you your packages. All right, y'all. Find us on Instagram. We have a newsletter. We're on Twitter. Follow our various things and we will talk to you next week we're gonna do a little bit of end of year roundup so mm -hmm. we'll yep. talk about that that'll be our last episode for the year all right hasta la próxima bye